morning. We begin with breaking news. A state of emergency has been declared in Hawaii as a desperate search for survivors of the devastating wildfires gets underway in Maui this morning. So far, 36 people have been confirmed dead. Let's go to US correspondent Miley Hogan. Good morning, Miley. The death toll is expected to rise. Jody, good morning. Well, that is the very real fear being felt here on the ground this morning. Crews are working to get into those areas of the town that they haven't been able to reach because the damage is so severe. At the moment, the road is still blocked off. There is one road in and out and the traffic building there with people trying to get back into their homes to view the damage and view the damage to their community is building dramatically. Also at the evacuation centres, there are hundreds of people that are coming down to these centres to get some food, to have some shelter, but also they're searching for loved ones. It is a really heartbreaking scene here. People have been arriving, checking the lists, trying to search for people that they have not been able to reach. Of course, you have to remember that there's no cell service on the west side of the island. There's also no power, so that is making it even more difficult. At this stage, a number of evacuations are also in place. They're trying to get as many tourists off the island as possible so that they can focus all of their resources on the locals here who need it. At the moment, busloads of tourists are being picked up and taken to the airport so they can try to get them out. And the other resources are being used for the locals because it is going to take a very long time to rebuild here, Jodie. Devastating, Miley. Thank you. A man is set to face a Queensland court today charged over yet another shocking case of alleged domestic violence. Matthew Cox is accused of killing his wife Taylor Cox and their 11-week-old baby in their Rockhampton home. The 31-year-old handed himself into police in Brisbane. Detectives say the family wasn't known to them and there was no history of domestic violence. It's reported the poisonous mushrooms that left three dead and one clinging to life were served in a beef wellington dish. Police say the victims showed symptoms consistent with having consumed death cat mushrooms but won't confirm the dish they were served in. They're now waiting on tests on a food dehydrator found at a rubbish tip. 68-year-old Ian Wilkinson remains in a critical condition and needs a liver transplant. For the first time, we've heard from the Australian journalist detained in China. Cheng Lei, in what she called a love letter to Australia, says she longs for the sun, the trees, the wildlife, sea salt, sand, our black humour. The mother of two, most of all, misses her children. In prison, she quietly mouths the names of everywhere she's travelled to, reliving memories of bushwalks and swims. The statement was read out to consular officials in a visit last month. This Sunday marks three years since she was jailed. The actions of the Reserve Bank over rampant rate hikes will be back in the spotlight today as the outgoing governor faces his final parliamentary grilling. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. There could be some tough questions for Philip Lowe to answer. Morning, yeah, that's very likely, Jody. Now, although inflation is finally moderating, the Governor will be taken to task over the impact the RBA's rapid-fire rate rises are still having on workers and borrowers, with economic growth expected to slow and unemployment forecast to grow. Now, despite holding the cash rate steady at 4.1% at its last two board meetings, a key focus at the hearing this morning will be the delayed effect of the bank's previous 12 rate rises. They can take anywhere between one and two years to fully 
really flow through the economy. This will be Mr Lowe's first public drilling since the release of the uh, review of the RBA, where several changes to the way the bank operates were announced. And it'll give uh, the committee a chance to ask questions about some of those. And as you said, this will be the Governor's last appearance before his term ends in about five weeks. His successor, Michelle Bullock, will be alongside him today. And I think it's fair to say this is one part of his job uh, for the past seven years that he won't miss.